that's an R-rated song or what, but uh, the urge to merge is certainly affecting lots of companies right now, uh, whether it was the Rockwell Collins uh, unit technology deal we just discussed or uh, rumors of Sprint and T-Mobile that won't go away. John Reese joins us right now, the head of M&A White and & Case. And John, um, I wonder from someone who sits in M&A land, as you do every day, uh, whether you look at the Trump administration and say they're going to approve deals that wouldn't have got approved a year ago. I think at this point, Corey, we're looking at it in a very uncertain way. There's a number of positions unfilled in various regulatory agencies. And as we all know, there's a whole bunch of uncertainty around everything Trump is doing right now. Um, So we don't know. We don't know. We're not going to not do deals at this point in time because of the uncertainty. But as you evaluate the risks, both from the buy side perspective and the sell side perspective, as to a larger deal or otherwise sensitive deal, you're going to have to take into account very carefully what's going on in Washington and the uncertainty that's coming out of there right now. John, take me through that, because uh, you said still deals are going to happen even with this uncertainty. Uh, you know, put me, put me in the mind of, of someone who's going to go ahead with a deal, even they have no idea what's going to come out of Washington. I mean, that seems like a, a bit of a frightening prospect there. Okay. Well, the question really is, are you looking at a deal that's extremely sensitive? And in that case, you may hold off on it. On the other hand, deals that are likely to get done, that have mitigation opportunities and the like, and that people are very comfortable over time will obtain regulatory approval, will probably still go forward. And at the end of the day, some of these bigger deals do take quite a long time to get get evaluated by the regulators. And I think at the end of the day, we all think that the positions will be filled and things will start moving forward and be properly evaluated. Well, to that, I mean, uh, so I'm just going to push you a little further for, to define the way you're looking at things right now. So the idea is that the positions that aren't filled right now are going to slow the process, but not to the point where deals can't close during at least the first four years of a Trump administration. Correct. Um, is there concern uh, that, that, that... That's actually well said. Uh, well, well, thank you. That's, that's my job. That's what they, they, they pay me <laughs> um, I don't get to bill people by the hour for that, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, to that further, I wonder if this means that, um, you know, the, the, the continued woes of the White House's inability to get out of its own way and, and, and you know, ticking off Congress, uh, suggesting about recess appointments, making even a Republican Senate uncomfortable with some of the actions of the White House, that that that's not going to certainly speed up any um, uh, approvals of people being nominated for positions. But maybe furthermore, I wonder, is there a point at which when you've got to reconsider this notion, if these nominations just aren't getting through, that they aren't uh, pushing for the regulatory reforms that they've spoken of, um, and that at a certain amount of time they don't get the uh, uh, the pass for being new, new, new kids in a block? I, I think we're talking about two things here. One is whether or not these regulatory positions get filled. But I think your question is probably a little bit more broad than that and whether the regulatory benefits and the pro-business agenda 
of Trump is able to get through or people just give up at some point. Is he going to be be able to deregulate? Is he going to be able to get his tax program through? Is he going to be able to do his infrastructure program? I think at some point, and again, we're we're probably getting kind of close given health care, at some point do people just say, okay, all the pro-business reasons that we looked very positively at a variety of things, including the stock market and the M&A market, do we have to look at them entirely on their own merits and not factor in pro-business Trump factors? And I think that's probably coming pretty soon. Uh, I mean, it certainly is interesting. Uh, we have, we definitely have some people sort of changing their tune on what and when they expect more uh, of this sort of legislation coming from Washington. But sort of along those same lines, uh, we're seeing, you know, stock, the stock market, the S&P 500, the Dow at all-time records, uh, calls yep. of an overvalued yep. market. I mean, how yep. how is this affecting the current environment? Is it is it holding people back, or or maybe deals uh, are, are are just getting more expensive right now? I don't I don't think it's holding people back right now as you as you look at the data the first half of two, 2017 was pretty much on par for 2016 um, as you recall the second half of 2017 was booming are we going to have a 2000 a booming 2017 second half who knows but we don't see people stopping deals right. Um, because the stock market is so high. The stock market and, and, and other factors have made this a seller's market for right. a long time. Right. All right. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you so much, John. Really interesting stuff. Global head of MA here on Bloomberg Markets. Great to have you, John.